All right. Good evening, everybody. It is outside looking in. This is Joe Choo Choo. I'm your host, Joe Choo Choo, of course. And it's the evening of uh, January 21st, 2022. Uh, I am getting a little more motivated about stringing these episodes together. Uh, like I said, this is the beginning of episode four. Um, I wanted to take this little segment that does not have to do with uh, the things I'm about to talk about, which would be uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving. Uh, it, the crazy stuff is that, as you know, I've been ongoing, uh, getting more and more involved with the Spitfire Comedy Club in St. Pete, 1920, First Avenue South. And, uh, and, you know, a great bunch of people. I'm meeting some more people and stuff like that. And it's all really cool. Uh, I just wanted to throw in, in, in this little segment so it it's kind of like separate to everything else is that on my birthday a couple of days ago I went and I did what was my third stand-up and uh what really like oh man I get up there and I say hey it's my 64th birthday and I'm like uh a couple of jokes about being old and then all of a sudden somewhere along the line I got old all of a sudden, my second half of everything I wanted to say just went, you know, I think it's, it's, it's like I'm expecting the laughter a little too much. So I'm getting a little more nervous if I bomb instead of just going up there and telling a story, you know, and I should have known better because seeing people go up there with their notebooks and stuff like that and even totally bombing with their notebooks I say, you know what, I got to respect that going up there and just really like, wow, okay, so, you know, I got a little bit of a different attitude about it, I'm hoping to go again this Wednesday, and I'm calling it a mulligan, all right, and this, it's my mulligan set, because already my first set was good, my second set was short, but good, then this third set totally blue chunks so uh i i got mad and that's where pretty much this little segment here is coming out of my anger that i totally fucked it up yeah uh, and, and you know and, and it's crazy because it gave me even more material to uh, talk about uh, the, the fact that other people go up there with the damn notebooks and shit like that so i've got a little visual joke that i'm going to be uh pulling on these people and shit like that and it's kind of in a way it's an apology you know, for goofing on them. You know, I guess I goofed on a couple of people and shit. A dude named Cameron, uh, you know, and, and, and then, you know. So, you know, I, it, it, it's one of those things. So that's what I'm going to, that's what this little bit was about, was the fact that I, I was mad that I did it, that, that I just totally kind of like, you know, and I should be learning from other people's mistakes as well as my own. So, um, when I come back with the next segment, it's going to be about what we talked about and then what we're going to be doing in the future because I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a lot of people. I'm going to try to get some of these people on the podcast. I'm already following a few of these comedians. Um, and so that way I can get some live stuff. You're going to hear some live comics from, from Spitfire Comedy Club. And also, I'm actually going to try to get like closing time at True Leave grab somebody to do a couple of interviews with uh 
you know, uh, about your leave and all that other nonsense, because that in itself is an interesting subject. Uh, so I thank you for listening. I hope to bring back better stuff to listen to you. See, right now I'm a little more agitated because I'm mad. Uh, it's a happy mad, though. It's a mad that's getting me to kick my ass, to uh, freaking do this a little better, and also have Azari or somebody help me get a YouTube channel started so that I can showcase a few of these comedians and uh, all, all kinds of nonsense like that. So um, uh, I want you to listen. Uh, I'm going to get on Instagram uh, to at least tout this little thing here that we got going. Uh, I got going and uh, hopefully help out some other people that also got some shit like this going. All right. So thank you. And we will be right back after these messages. Hey folks, welcome back to the show. This is Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. And uh, I just wanted to make a short uh, little clip here because uh, something just came to me that was pretty funny. I'm over in the Home Goods up in New Tampa, which is kind of north of the city. You know, Bruce B. Downs Boulevard, way up there. And, you know, I've been inside a lot of these stores these marshals and these home goods and, and all kinds of stuff. And, and now, you know, it's becoming kind of an inside joke where, you know, women are going to these stores and doing videos of the tchotchkes they find in these places. And of course I'm in the damn parking lot. That's why you hear the damn uh, alarm going off. God almighty. Yeah, it's live. It's not Memorex. It's live. Uh, so, it's really funny that I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, you know, these ladies, they be doing all these videos about all the, all the stuff that's in there, but, and my wife watches them too, but I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, I'm not so sure, maybe I gotta look, since I'm not on the internet that much, I don't really like look up all this bullshit, I'm not subscribed to a whole bunch of people, and I'm saying to myself, you know, what about the food? You ever been inside one of these stores and you and you and you kind of like gravitate toward the the olive oil aisle, you know, of, of all those crazy aromatics and the candy and the snacks and the of companies you've never heard of before and really strange shit, uh, hazelnut covered um, meat sticks or I don't know. <coughs> All kinds of flavored uh, cookies, you know, they come in three flavors, uh, chocolate, lemon, and pizza or something. Oh, Lordy. And I'm saying to myself, wow, no, I don't think anybody really does any of these videos, uh, uh, YouTube videos in these home goods stores. You know, of course, everybody has to whisper, which is at this point right now with my laryngitis, whispering is not really much of a problem anymore. I can't scream like a New Yorker anymore. Um, and the only impersonation that I can even make is Sergeant Void of Chicago PD. So, <laughs> hey, boy, did you, did you get that, um, you know, that, uh, cherry, the cover, chocolate covered cherries by Harry and David? Well, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So it's, yeah, I'm sounding horrible. So that's why I, I'm trying to keep these short, but at the same time, I'm trying to get up this newfound energy here to uh, do some more stuff and try to figure out how to do some more stuff 
And I just figured that that's something that I haven't really heard anybody do. So uh, with that, I'm just like, uh, one of these days, one of these days, I want to see if somebody actually does that kind of nonsense because I think that's a highly underrated part of the store, of all of these stores, TJ Maxx. Well, they're almost all, they're the same chain, all right? The only place we haven't been to is that Sierra Trading Post all right, that's the only one. But the other three of that uh, group we've been to, and they have pretty much all the same stuff, or at least kind of the same stuff. But like I said, it's very eclectic items in their food uh, area. So I think that that'd be pretty cool, uh, something to check out. So when we come back again, we're going to be talking about Spitfire Comedy Club. We're going to be talking about Halloween and Thanksgiving and a wonderful thing that happened in between. Uh, I don't want to give away the suspense the story, the surprise. So um, we'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. Thanks for listening. Uh, <coughs> I'm outside of uh, Kaufman Eye Institute, way up there in Wesley Chapel. Uh, these are our preferred optometrists and eye surgeons of choice. We've been them, with them for a few years. Uh, and they voted the uh, top eye dude in all of Florida, all of Southern Florida. And uh, I've met the old man and uh, his son and various doctors in there, and they're, they're really good. So if you have the insurance and you're capable, go to one of the Kaufman Eye Centers, Eye Institutes in Florida. I suggest that you do so. Uh, uh, we're going back here to episode four. I was just listening to the last thing I put up. Yeah, really, for once, I'm actually listening to my own stuff. Uh, and uh, so far, so good. Uh, I did promise that this would be the episode, uh, episode four, that I talk about Halloween, because the more I talk that I'm going to talk about it, the less I realize that it, uh, the whole thing kind of sucked. Uh, as uh, you may not know, uh, Halloween happens to be our wedding anniversary, and me and my wife Wanda have now celebrated our 39th wedding anniversary this past Halloween, and three days after, I did my first stand-up comedy over at Spitfire. Um, that went well, considering what happened to the other two. <laughs> uh, so, and whatever you see on Instagram, which I have no idea why that stupid phone uh, had me upside down, uh, the clip upside down. I'm so pissed. Just goes to show you how far behind I am on the uh, technology. So that that has me a little ticked off. So, I, again, I got to hire a little kid to, to show me how to fucking run Instagram and, uh, you know, just kind of embarrass myself on how old I am. Like I said, I'm lucky I even have this shit going on. Um, Halloween was a total and complete bust. We bought just three bags of candy. We managed to split it up into like 90 little bags. Mostly like one Kit Kat and a whole bunch of Jolly Roger here candies and Dun Dum Pops because I didn't want to spend that much money. Uh, it, Halloween has become kind of like a uh, thing down here in Florida. And, and it's sad because, you know, that was one of our... It, it, not only the fact that it was our wedding anniversary, all right, uh, we got into Halloween. We got dressed up for parties. I got dressed up. 
believe you me, I'm going to be posting a few on my Instagram page. I'm going to be posting a couple of embarrassing pictures of me in my Green Lantern costume. Okay, for a trunk or treat. I think I'm going to post that. Okay, because it was just in itself a whole funny thing. You know, how uh, the Green Lantern in a way has come become a meta thing for me. Uh, kind of philosophically, spiritually, you know, it's not so much about the comic character. It's a little more about, you know, what I've done in life and, and you know, what a Green Lantern means to me. You know, so that's basically what be the gist of that whole conversation. But getting back to uh, uh, the, the fact that not a single kid came. I think I gave like four bags to the kids upstairs, gave a few bags to Azariah and his friend Anthony. And uh, that was it. That was it. Today, my wife just finished taking out a whole bunch of the Kit Kats out of the bags, okay, and then handing all that hard candy over to the office. Say, here, just put it in your general, you know, goodie jar there, let people take candy like there's no tomorrow. You know, it's all right, there. You know, it, it adds up to maybe maybe the amount of, like, one full, like, dum-dum bag, one of those 300 pop bags or something like that, that amount of candy. Okay, so that's what it ended up, and we just gave it away because we just got so, oh, it was so, so frustrating. And, and now I realize, now I realize that uh, from now on, Halloween, we're going somewhere. Screw that shit. Puerto Rico, I don't really give a rat's ass. I'm pissed off, you know, that Halloween is like a lot of things in Florida is dead. All right. So, yeah, there might be a couple of nice. I, I want to uh, uh, point out the people at Sylvan Ramble Street in South Tampa. The kid and his parents put up a show. I'm trying to see if either me or Wanda have the clip, a little clip of that house. The guy did a very nice job. Uh, again, the lights situation, you either here in Tampa, you either got spectacular or you got shit. All right. That's the, the that's the, uh, that's some of the houses. We went to one where some of the streets, well, let me talk about Christmas later because the lights again, Halloween lights. Eh. All right. The city doing. Eh. All right. So Halloween was kind of, kind of dumpish here down here in Florida in general. So, you know, that's the, that's the one thing I'm a little tick, ticked off about. So, uh, <laughs> I just know what I'm going to do from now on. We're just going to, we're just going to be gone for Halloween. We're just not going to be here. All right. So, uh, we're, we'll make a plan now to do the retiree thing where, you know, we're allowed to go on a cruise or, or whatever and stuff like that. That's where you're going to find me October 31st. All right. And the best part of it is if I get lucky, who knows, I get on one of those ships and shit like that. And they got like a open mic or a stand up or something like that. See if I get lucky, because I heard from Nick, the owner of Spitfire, that the comedian who does the uh, class to um, to uh, 
put together your act, you know, to get a good work in what they call a tight five in the industry. Hey, I'm learning all these terms. You know, I joked last week that a tight five was when they take your diarrhea of the mouth and make some some constipated coherent shit out of it. So um, that that that's my view on that. Um, and that comedian right now, he's on a ship doing stand up. You know, a contract job, which I think is probably going to be over by now since all the damn ships are being shut down again. So I don't know what kind of work he's going to get that way. So but I, it, that's also something else that would just be interesting. You know, we I've seen the uh, um, the videos on like Discovery Channel of how a ship works and all the people that got to be in it and even like the show people that you know the backstage has everything yeah it's great because i noticed that spitfire did the same thing they have a stage for improv but they realize the importance of having a backstage so behind the curtains there's shit back there there's ways to walk across you know they got the whole thing that a normal stage would have Okay, only in miniature, and it's just well thought out. Is an actor thought this out, or somebody who's in the theater thought this out? You know, and so that's why. Again, I I find it impressive. Okay, so um, I, oh my God, it's just there's so much. Uh, I'm glad that that crappy Halloween kind of. Like a couple of weeks later, uh, things really kind of like stepped up because I will catch you up to, let me see, catch you. Let me see. I am Halloween is after we went to Puerto Rico. Okay. Because just a little while later, early in November. All right. And I'm going to throw this in, uh, in the next episode because I'm just finished with October. And now my next episode will be November, which was actually a very, very active month and uh, and a happy month in, in, in a whole bunch of aspects. So right after this message, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening in. Hey, guys, welcome back to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. Pulling in on track three. <coughs> and of course, the ability gets a cough. Uh, folks, uh, uh, there was uh, the last episode we were talking about Halloween, and uh, I forgot that I had wanted to like throw in a little bit of the stand-up routine. And, uh, this is uh, what I had said up on, on stage is that, uh, you know, uh, we were married on Halloween. I remember going to a party dressed up as Dracula and got totally wasted and woke up next to the bride of Frankenstein. I looked at her, looked around. Frankie wasn't around, looked at her again and said, hmm, you know, I think I, I could do worse. So I think I'll keep this one. <laughs> and Wanda gets mad and said, wait, 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 hold on a second. The, the, the movie, The Bride of Frankenstein, you got to really look at it, okay? If anybody knows about their movies, that her part was played by one of the most beautiful women in British stage at that time, Elsa Lancaster. So, of course, you know, when you, you if you remember the part where she looks at the monster and all of a sudden she goes, <laughs> You know, like she's like she's ready to cough up a fur ball, and, and I'm looking at her and like, oh, so hot. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, that guy, she looks nice, man. Yeah, she's done in that, that, that dark black lipstick. And uh, she was goth before goth was, was in, you know what I mean? I thought she was beautiful. So, yeah, that's what I had wanted to pass on in, the, in that particular episode. So, uh, over here in this particular episode, I'm trying to jam in. Uh, November and only because, uh, two things happened that they were, it was a great month. It was a great month. Okay. Um, expensive month, but it was a great month. Um, around, oh yeah, no, on November 12th, uh, we had gone to Puerto Rico, uh, earlier we had gone to Puerto Rico and now it was their turn. Uh, Carlos, my uh, w wife's dad and, uh, yeah. And his wife, uh, Carmen came to be with us for like three weeks and uh, it was a great time. Great time had by all. Everything was pretty cool. Carmen wanted to buy everything. I, I told her, chill, chill. Don't worry about it. We got the, we got a lot of stuff covered. And uh, what was another thing? And uh, that was great. They came for a very specific reason because on November 15th, exactly 15 days to the day that they met okay my son and his girl got married yay and uh it was wonderful it was a little strange because it was sadly a city hall wedding i say sadly i shouldn't say that but this is the whole this is the pet peeve of the whole thing and then just another strike against florida no, no class, no class, no, no, I don't know, no, ugh, you know that, uh, ah, man, my God, I can't even find the words that, 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 that uh, uh, the French have a word for it, I can't think that, that they don't have that sense of, uh, sense of style, that sense of, uh, they don't, all right, and, and, and it just pissed me off that, they couldn't even find a fucking closet to decorate with some fake posters of stained glass. Doesn't even have to be denominational. Just some stained glass and a couple of nice lamps and maybe a pew to sit, a couple of chairs, something, anything. No. They got married in front of a window like everybody else with a table separating, you know, and the, and the glass and the guy behind the glass. Do you? I'm like, wow, this is so classless. And Antonella looks so beautiful in her dress, you know, and look, you know, so resplendent. She's she kind of sidelines as a makeup artist and stuff like that. And she's good at it. You know what I mean? And so she looked great. You know, and of course, Anthony, you know, I don't know. He's no fashion plate and his son is turning out to be the same, you know, sneak tuxedos and sneakers kind. Not even tuxedos, but luckily I can jam him into a nice shirt. It's just one of those things. I'm not going to bitch about it. Okay, so the point being is really more the whole thing that these people did it in City Hall and it was like, uh, okay, fine. So we go and... Uh, to the reception hall, which was 
Yabarone Steakhouse on West Humphrey Street and Himes Avenue. And uh, they got good ratings. Uh, and uh, you know what? We were happy with the party. Uh, we went to see it. Now, to be honest with you, I personally, like if I went to the restaurant itself, I'd probably want to be a booth away from the bar. Okay, because I noticed that the bar is a bunch of kind of uh, older, they're older than me. They're white haired, and they all like to get drunk, and they all look very uh, golf clubbish, uh, Republican looking types, and stuff like that, getting totally sloshed over by the bar and, and, the, and the booths by the bar. You know, the guys with their, the white haired guys with their trophy blonde wives and stuff like that. It's that whole vibe. It's that whole country club vibe. So I wouldn't hang out. If I were a young person or just person that's just not into that scene, I would not hang out by the bar. Okay. Uh, but I guess the food, even though the steaks are like in the $40, $50 range and stuff like that, I have to admit that uh, for what we... Uh, got in the um, reception itself, what I paid for and everything like that, the food was very good, okay? Smashed potatoes, uh, what was it? Uh, I think we had some asparagus. Yeah, we had asparagus. But we had also their tortellini, uh, which was, a, a you know, a, a favorite. Uh, we had we added that on, and glad that we did, Uh and the um, the the steak was uh, the prime rib, but it was done like in whole, so that upstairs the servers were slicing it fresh on every plate. So it was like four huge slabs of of of, of prime uh, prime rib or um, the boneless prime rib. I all I remember is it was really good. It was cooked well. You know what I mean. Uh, and they had the capability that if people wanted it a little more cooked, you know, that they could get their slice done up a little bit. Um, everything was fine. They had an, we had a bar. Okay. Cash. Well, it wasn't so much cash. I paid for sodas and beer. You know, everybody had to pay for other alcoholic drinks or I paid for some, but I realized that shit, man, it came out to another like $300 and stuff like that. I paid a decent amount. I forgot that there was a gratuity put in, but I still like doubled it for the service that that day. They were really good. So altogether, I'm not sad. You know, it, it cost me like a two G's, you know, but I, to be honest, you for way weddings are and shit nowadays, uh, I, I, I dodged a bullet, you know, a, a real nice, nice wedding and a real catering joint. You're talking, you know, close to 10 grand. And uh, I paid cash, you know, like I said, God bless them. My disability check came in and stuff like that. And I, I, I it, it was fine. It was fine. The food is great. You have your own drinks are great. Servers are great. You know, uh, I, I have no problems. I will go back someday for their regular a la carte menu. You know, seeing that they're only held down the block. I could walk there, get sloshed and maybe, you know, stagger back home. <laughs> it was like going to Ricardo's that New Year's night. That was something. A New Year's night eight years ago, we went to Ricardo's in Astoria, and it was a beautiful. It was a night that it was on mid two o'clock in the morning, New Year's Eve. You could probably look it up. New Year's Eve. It's two o'clock in the morning, and we're walking home. My Wanda was smart. She had flats. I had decent shoes. We were sloshed. We were sloshed, 
All right. I even decided just leave there because we only had to walk like about seven blocks, seven short Queens blocks back home. And, and, and it was like 60 degrees. And we were in our, we, I was in a full three piece suit. And, 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 and Wanda was in a beautiful dress. And, uh, but it was, you know, covered enough. And she had like a short, whatever it was, we walked home. We staggered home. It was, it was wonderful. So, uh, it, it was one of those things. And here in Florida, you know, well, uh, uh, it, 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 it was really nice. We'll go over to the Averones, uh, someday. And for that, our, the grandparents were there. Okay. They were there for that wedding. They wouldn't miss it for the world. He wanted to be there. Uh, Carlos is 87 years old. And, you know, he wants to see us more often. I said I would never go back because, you know, I was pissed off with the way the whole thing with my mom's uh, internment, which will be uh, for another time. All right. It, it just that I, I, I was in 2014. I was left with a sour taste in my mouth. All right. And and to, I see them a couple of times during the uh, holidays was one thing. All right. But I've softened my stance and I guess I'll go back to see him as many times as we possibly can. So, uh, I'm good with it now. So, um, that, that's a good thing. Uh, so they came and then, uh, they stayed all the way to Thanksgiving and we had a good Thanksgiving dinner, you know, COVID's raging and stuff like that. And I think, I don't know if it's before or after that Antoinette and Azariah got COVID. Don't re it had to be after because they were there. So it was just us, the grandparents. This was like eight of us. And we had a good Thanksgiving dinner, you know, you, the usual wonderful Magic Wanda production uh, on the table. And uh, we were happy about that. Everybody stuck around um, for, for that. And then we, uh, I, shit, I think they, they left the day after Thanksgiving. I couldn't believe it. And with all the crap that was going on with the airlines at the time, you know, for, of course, all this is history to you now, all the cancellations and stuff that we were just, you know, thankful that they got there. We were together, we did a whole lot, and then they left without incident and uh, got back home. And so that basically was uh, a lot of November and uh, and, and uh, the wedding all in one uh, one package. Um, glad it all happened again. Uh, thanks, Averones. Oh, oh man, no, the cake people. Who is the cake people? I'm trying to remember who the cake people were. Oh, they're on set. They're on uh, Dale Mabry, uh, in South Tampa. The cake that did a boho cake, the Puerto Rican folks. And I can't remember, it's not Cake Masters. Cake Masters? No, it can't be because that's a chain. I am so sorry. Somewhere along the line, what I'm going to do is, uh, you know what? I'm going to cut here right now because I'm already like on the 13-minute mark. I've overran my my schedule here. And uh, uh, I will make a specific commercial, uh, specific commercials for Yavarones and for... Uh, I can't believe I forgot. You see, this is live, not Memorex, folks. Um, having a senior moment, I'll find those cake people for you because they deserve a commercial. All right. So, uh, thanks for listening in and just, uh, come back, come back, come back. <laughs>